took the draft order. So, this is how we're gonna do it. I spent a lot of time, put a lot of effort into it, got very excited. So, that'll go over there. This Everyone is on the count of three, put your hand in, pull out a piece of paper. Here we go, one, two, three. Oh, wow. There it this is. This is really exciting. Number oh, four. Number six. Number one. Number one. <laughs> Tim Brady, mother Congratulations. But that is not where you're going to be drafting. See the kids over there? The kid with your number is your kid. Where they finish in the race is where you draft. Huh, bitches? You, you didn't even pick your own child. That's good because she's not that fast. Dynasty, Debbie, Redraft, DFS, and Betty. Gridiron Fantasy Show has got you covered. Featuring my guys, Paul Edgington and... Derek Cook. Take it away, boys. week's episode of the Gridiron Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Paul Edgington, joined by my co-host as always, Derek Cook. Derek, how are you doing? Feeling uh, a bit wired. My nitro code brew is gone. Now I'm drinking this wonderful creation of Red Bull and some type of fruit drink. So I'm I'm wired. You're fucking zooming. Yeah, it is, it is awfully late on Saturday, or early Saturday. Uh... Early 2 a.m.? I will probably not go to bed till 6 in the morning. But good week. Happy for the weekend. Uh, you know, every weekend that we come across, getting closer to football, I'm, I'm excited, man. But how was your week? How are you doing? Oh, it, was, it was great. I'm glad it's over with. But another, like I said, another week, another day closer to NFL draft, our rookie drafts, more startup drafts. All of it. All of it. More football and more Devies, more IDPs, more ugh. DFS, redraft. Oh, man. Yeah, you, you lost me in DFS, but you brought me back in with redraft. Hey, hey, hey. I'm unfortunately going to have to crawl back to DFS for a few months once I move. I won't have sports betting until uh, the national championship next year for college football. That's right. I forgot so you're I'll going somewhere that does not allow the good gambling. You have price picks, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. But price picks isn't as fun, I wouldn't think. I mean, there's more money to be made, but I feel like price picks is a totally different beast. It is. I played, of course, when we took our trip down there for the weekend. I, that's what I fucking did was price picks and the sleeper sleeper picks, and it's just not the same. I'm a big. I love building money line parlays, over under parlays. I typically stay away from the spreads but and now round robins yeah round robins now that I've actually figured out how to actually properly use them I'm a big fan of those with money lines and poof that's all going to be on in a matter of anywhere from you know two to three months for right. a good six month period mm-hmm. so I'm going to miss the price picks is just over under and everything isn't it I mean, yeah it's just a player a single player prop yeah yeah and, you know, of course, with FanDuel and DraftKings, you can pick alternate over-under totals, price picks. It's whatever they set it as, what you go with. Right. So I'm, God damn it, I'm still going to do it and put a lot of money into it. Hopefully it wins some, but. It's at least it's something. You know, some type of sports betting that's not DFS. Yeah, so I'm going to have to crawl back to DFS, 
for the football season. And prize picks and sleeper picks. And I, I hope underdog. They, uh, yeah, underdog. I don't even. Uh, I need to check underdog. Um, well, they have their own uh, prize pick type of setup. Same exact thing. Right. So I have to. I hope they bring prize picks here because uh, I mean, obviously, you know, but um, prize picks is uh, sponsors or sponsored by the CDL or whatever. But they have the best money lines for Call of Duty. Different rabbit hole. That'd be fun. Yeah. I think that'd Price be Picks fun. is not terrible, but I prefer the good old FanDuel or DraftKings. Just right. many more options and build parlays and things like that. I just prefer it. But Price Picks is fun when that's all you got. It's better, right? It's better than nothing. I mean, unless you're willing to uh, play on like an offshore betting site. Yeah, I know that we both have maybe, maybe not done that. Um, but. You know, FanDuel, the, the legit way is always best. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'll be off out for a little bit, so I'll be I'll be shipping you money to log into my account. Hey, place this bet. Hurry the hell up. Right. I right. zelled it to you. I zelled it to you. Place this bet. If it hits, zell me the winnings. I'll give you a 1% fee. Right. Hurry up, damn it. No, miss the hole. Oh, that's familiar. Hmm. But, we'll Bill, that's, that's wrong hole. <laughs> that is true. But we'll move on from that. Just a little, got a little news and notes. Just a, a little re-signing happened for one quarterback this past week. Who would that be? Was it Lamar? Uh, no, 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 sir. Lamar's still sitting. Some, there. Someone better, right? Yeah, someone better that I know myself for the, over the past year. I said is a better passer than Lamar. QB dynasty, dynasty QB two, right? Yeah, absolutely, right behind mm-hmm. Patty over Josh Allen. One Jalen Hurts secured a bag, the Briggs trunk. Yeah. Five yeah. years, 255 mil, 180 million guaranteed, the highest paid player in NFL history. I believe he's making 51 million this upcoming season. So, right. Bravo. Good for him. Take a bow, Jalen. You deserve it, man. Um, I mean, like you said, this, this is the fucking bag, and he deserves it. I mean, he's. I think he's got a good shot at winning the MVP next year. Yeah, he. I think he. Probably could have won it this year, besides the games he missed. I know we bet on him to win the MVP this year. Obviously, didn't happen. But uh, you know, Jalen Hurts, and it's a kind of a good story too, with what happened in college, uh, getting uh, taken over by Tua and then transferring to Oklahoma, and the QB whisperer got a hold of him, and boom, here mm-hmm. we are. So good for him. Like you said, back up the Brinks truck. That always reminds me of Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, he's had that happen to him. So. Yeah, good for Jalen Hurts. Locked him in and reset the reset the QB market. Yeah, but I, all the Jalen Hurts haters, whether you you didn't like him fancy or you said he was a shit NFL quarterbacks, I think you should all be silenced for all eternity now because apparently he's a damn good NFL quarterback for almost winning the MVP and going to the Super Bowl and now being the highest paid player ever. That's ever in the history of the NFL for now. For now, yes, right. I'm sure something else is going to happen. Uh, yeah. Joe Burrow. Right. Jaden, Justin Herbert, maybe. We'll see what kind of money they have out there. Know, maybe Herbert, but definitely Burrow. Um, no, I just, like, to me this is awesome because I remember when Jalen Hurts became the starter for Philly, like, here and my question was always, like, are they going to commit to this, this guy? Mm-hmm. And now that 
a five year deal, two fifty, two hundred fifty five mil, one eighty guarantee. It's like, yep, this is him. This they is are. it. And obviously, we knew that because of the way they built around him the last you know year and a half, two years. But th- this is awesome. Yeah, I love. I mean, you know me. I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan. And it's definitely good to see that news come across that he got something like that. Right. He's a good kid, man. He's he's a, he's one of them guys that deserves it too. Oh yeah, he's he definitely has his head on straight. Right. And uh, speaking of Eagles news, Bijan Robinson said he only took two visits to two teams. One of them being the Eagles. The Eagles and the Buccaneers. And the Eagles picked tenth ahead of the Buccaneers. And that is not their pick, of course. Right. So that is an extra luxury pick. Maybe they're getting Bijan at 10. What? If that were to happen, oh, my God. That offense. Just pencil I mean, him back in for the Super Bowl. I mean, we, we saw what Miles Sanders did last year, and Miles Sanders is half the running back Bijan is. Yeah. So, whew. <laughs> that offense is already nasty. I don't, you can throw any running back back there in that offense. Kenneth Gainwell would be serviceable. But you throw Bijan back there. Mm. Yeah, we can pencil in the Eagles versus the Bengals already. Eagles versus Eagles versus Chiefs again, you mean? But yeah, same same thing. Yeah, same thing. Which hey, I called that week one, damn it. I said it Eagles did, and Chiefs. But your it's, fandom took over. It did. But the Bengals have made Bengals some... got fucked though, to be fair, so Yeah. And damn more than once. Oh well, it happens. What is it? Third time's charm. Something like that. Or seventh. Third time for Burrow. So, we'll see. Bengals made some pretty good improvements this offseason. And Joe Bur- or, sorry, Joe Mixon appears to be on his way out the door. Yeah, I know uh, another thing you got on our list. We can talk about Joe Mixon and somebody else if you want. Yeah, Joe Mixon looks to be on the way out. The rumor is they're going to offer him a pay cut. If he says no, he will be released. And then that will start the hype train for me, at least, of Jameer Gibbs to the Bengals. I would be extremely, extremely happy if that happened, even if it was the first round. I think Jameer Gibbs would be a really good. Uh, obviously, he's a he's a good player, but like his the scheme fit of Jameer Gibbs would be great for you guys. Yeah, I think it would be very helpful for the quick passing game. Give us an actual re- receiving back. Joe well, Mixon's a good receiving back, but whatever reason, we've never used him that way. Right. I feel like Jameer any, Gibbs would be used that way. Yeah, I feel like any receiving down that was obvious, it was like Chris Evans. Yeah, I feel like that could be uh, very helpful for the offense. I mean, re-signed Drew Sample for a year, brought in Irv Smith for a year, so we can piece together tight end for this season. We don't necessarily need to draft one. Obviously made a little bit of offensive line improvements. I mean, the... The big yeah. thing in the next couple of years is going to be the money you guys are going to have to shell out. So. Yeah, which they're working. They're working everything into it. That's part of Mixon being cut. That'll free up some money. Rumor is, yeah, it was like a week ago, that T. Higgins supposedly agreed to a five-year, $80 million extension. Haven't officially been confirmed, but I guess that's in the works. Get him extended, then work on Burrow, which they've been speaking about already, from what I have saw, so... Just got to move money around this, to the right places. This is year four for Burrow, right? Coming up will be year four? Yeah. They're trying to get it done early. Yeah. 
But, oh, might as well, so you can save a little bit of money. Because if you pick up his fifth year option and then don't extend him till after that, obviously the QB market's going to reset every year. Mm-hmm. So, so we will see. So they made some good moves. I'm happy with it so far. So then the other running back, Dalvin Cook, could very well be cut. Yeah, it's like they're looking to trade him, but could very well be cut. Which would suck for him now that he got that shoulder repaired, finally, fully healthy, it appears. And then he gets Cut. gets the boot. Yeah. So we'll just keep an eye on that and see what happens with Dalvin Cook. I'd like to see him back in Minnesota. But could lean elsewhere. I think this could potentially mean that they're opening. Obviously, they have to open up money for, you know, J.J. hadn't been extended, right? Obviously, they're going to have to. I know of. I don't think so either. They're going to have to extend him, but I think it could also mean a potential QB move. Yeah, Kirk Cousins has one year left on his deal. I've been seeing people just on Twitter and stuff thinks maybe they shipped Kirk Cousins to the 49ers for Trey Lance. I like that. I mean, like Kirk Beer started for one year and rest Purdy, get him back fully healthy. Right. And then let Captain Kirk go and... Brock's your starter for the future. That's not bad. That wouldn't be bad. I, I like what Brock Purdy did last year. Yeah, bet you do. I'd like to see Trey Lance get a shot also. I mean, I know Trey Lance is more your guy than mine, but I think he's got, I know we say it a lot, but he's got the tools in the toolbox. I just would like to see him be able to have an opportunity to use them. Yeah, I believe he will, whether it's in San Fran or elsewhere. It seems, rumors are, it's becoming more apparent that the Texans are out on a quarterback at two and will assumedly draft a Willie, Willie Anderson out of Alabama. So another year of Davis Mills? Or trading that second-round pick for Trey Lance. I mean, D'Amico Ryans, former D.C. for the 49ers, is their new head coach. So familiar with Trey over the past couple of years. It wouldn't be a bad... Oh. I would say it wouldn't be a bad spot, but that is a bad spot. Yeah, but Deshaun did it. Not saying he's Deshaun Watson, but he's we've got, seen a quarterback thrive there as well as a wide receiver. Right. Damian Pierce was pretty damn good last and year. Trey Lance has a lot more escapability than Davis Mills, so it, he could make it work. Although I feel like it'd probably be... Uh, plus, I'm sure they'd use their wealth pick on a wide receiver. Right. Help Get him a weapon. So, and they did re-sign Laramie Tunsil, which I did not see happening. But they resigned him at left tackle to a monster contract. I'll say backed up that Brinks truck with him. So he's back in town. Could be worse landing spots, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he could showcase his escapability and running ability there. That's for sure. Justin Fields in Houston. Yeah. Give us those fancy points. That's right. But Allen Robinson was traded to the Steelers. I guess the Steelers are... Or the Rams are eating like half his salary or something to get him out the door. Seems like the Rams' tank is on. Wish they probably wish they kept them draft picks. Oh yeah, I'm sure they do now. Mm, that sucks, man. Uh, but getting more back or back to Allen Robinson. Obviously, his best years are behind him. Um, this, like you said, this is more or less just a salary dump move. Um, he's going to be what, wide receiver three, four at best? Yeah, you got Deontay Johnson, Pickens, Pickens 
Calvin Austin, if they like him that much, could be the three. Right, so uh, three at best because he's for sure not better than George Pickens or Johnson. So Hell no. And if Fryermuth is healthy, I mean, I know he's not a wide receiver, but there's, option. there's fourth on the pecking order receiving options. Yeah, so he's pretty much dead for fantasy. Yeah. I would rather see him back with the Rams being the number two. Yeah. But, Allah, he's not. Sucks. But we'll move on. Speaking of Lamar Jackson from earlier, I guess he turned down a deal worth two hundred million guaranteed from the Val- uh, Ravens. And this is a completely different tune than we were talking about two months ago or so, or a month and a half ago or so. Um, yeah, I guess this deal was like over three years, maybe three four years. You know, he's looking for five plus. This is probably I would say this is probably like a four year deal for. Fifty million, a, you know, similar money to Jalen Hurts, but over four years. Yeah, and he's seems he's more about the long term than the guaranteed money. But I don't think the Ravens are going to give it to you both ways. No. You want long term, we'll give you less guaranteed. You want short term, we'll give you more. Right. It, and that's that's the way it, that's the way it goes. You know, the, the longer you're there, the more out, especially the type of player he is, and the you know the way he plays. I mean it. It's to be expected. Yeah. Turning down two hundred million to me is idiotic. Two hundred million guaranteed. That this this is there's a reason. More of these made already. Yeah. I mean that's turning down two hundred million guaranteed being a Russian quarterback and that's really your biggest ability is is absolutely stupid. Yeah, now Jalen Hurts set the market and he's not gonna get two hundred million anymore. Uh uh-uh. uh. We'll obviously continue to monitor that situation and see how it goes. It's going to drag out all offseason, it appears. Is he going to hold out? I think he will. I think he'll probably pay those fines and show up last minute and get ready for the season. And if he does, that's totally fine. He'll still make, you know, what, $40 million this year or something like that. It's like 45 44 yeah, yeah, so he'll still make a fuck ton of money this year, just... You know, only one year, but yeah, he's this was dumb. Yeah, this was dumb. I agree, but we'll move on to the main segment of the show. We're going to take a look at our rookie rankings, do one last refresher before the NFL draft. All the smoke is settled for the time being, so what better time to? Nail down these rankings before we get laid in spot draft capital. A little bit of clarity before the storm of the NFL draft. Absolutely, my friend. So we'll kick it off with quarterbacks. I have four tiers of quarterbacks. I have QB1 in the tier of their own. And that is one Anthony Richardson. It is tier one, QB1 for me. Tier two, I have Bryce Young and CJ Stroud in that order. So I got Bryce over CJ so far. And then I have Will Levis, Tier 3, all by his lonesome. And then Hindenhooker, Tier 4, all by his lonesome. Right. Being um, like QB5 of the class, so. We, I don't know if you were, I don't mean to, to interrupt you if you were going to keep going, but mm-hmm. I have the exact same list, exact same order, uh, except I have Bryce Young also in Tier 1, also above CJ, but. Anthony Richardson and Bryce Young, Tier 1. CJ, Tier 2. Will Levis, Tier 3. Hendon Hooker, Tier 4. 
And to me, the rest of the rookie quarterbacks coming in, they're not worth, in my opinion, putting on the on this scale on the, in a tier. No, I'm, I'm with you there. Just they're not bothered to be ranked at this time. Yeah, if they're no dark point. throws and turn into something good for them, but I'm not taking my time to. If you're if you're not in the top four tier to me, you're you're afterthought. Yep, I'm with you there. We'll jump down to the lovely tight end position. Ah, one of our favorite. One of our favorites. So tell me what you got cooking over there at the top. Um, well, kind of the same as you. I don't know how far you want me to go. I've got, depending on how deep, I've, I've got four tiers here listed. Um, pretty obvious tier one, one overall, Michael Mayer in a tier of his own. Uh, tier two. I've got Dalton Kincaid and Luke Musgraves. So two Kincaid, three Musgraves. Um, and then tier four, got Darnell Washington, Zach Koontz, Brant Cuthy, Slam Laporta, Cameron Latu. And then tier four, Tucker Craft, Jaleel Billingsley, Will Mallory, Payne Durham, and I think I fucked up there. Sounds about white. Yeah. Greg Cousy did cut and run back to Utah. So I believe he went back after Duncan Cade announced he was going pro. So it seems like Cousy went back to school to have one more year to shine by himself. That is my fault, brother. Oh, no, sir. That's my fault. I took him out of the database and didn't let you know. But he, he did go back. Good for him, I guess. Was that he, the only one that I fucked up on? Yep. Okay. This time. This time. So I remember we were talking after week one. I was saying that Cootie was the better tight end. You were telling me Kincaid was. So it would be nice to see Cootie go back. Yeah, like you said, give him, a, give him another year. Yeah, I got similar to you. Uh, my tier four, I have Kraft, Zach Kuntz, and Latu. Tier three, it's Laporta and Musgrave. And then tier two, Darnell Washington. And tier one, I, Michael Mayer, is my tight end two. Who's your tight end one? Dalton Kincaid. Really? From a fantasy standpoint, he's he's got a better... He's got a better profile. For fantasy, you know, being a yeah. former wide receiver, really pulled me in there. Can't get wrong with either one. I think Mayer still gets higher draft capital in rookie drafts as well as NFL draft. But I think fantasy-wise... Kincaid's my guy. I can't necessarily disagree with you on Kincaid. Um, I mean, it's it's not like big news or anything drastic, but Michael Mayer is also almost two years younger than Kincaid. Yeah, Kincaid's a little bit on the older side. And, of course, he is a converted wide receiver. Went to, I think, San Diego, then transferred up to Utah. But I really like him. Likes receiving jobs. He's by far the best receiving tight end in the class. Absolutely. So that's my rationale for having him numero uno at the very last minute. I've had Mayer number one this whole entire offseason last year, the offseason before that. I know that you uh, took Mayer in our um, in our best, best ball, ball yes, dynasty yeah. league, and you were like, man, I should have taken Kincaid later. And... Uh, 
remember what you, you Kincaid later and capitalized on the uh, you know obviously because you have Kincaid higher and capitalized on that pick earlier you used Michael Mayer on something else but we you and I kind of talked about it and you're like you know if Michael Mayer goes out there and has three or four weeks in a row where he does great you can trade him for the first plus you'd be pretty happy to you'd be happy to down tier to Kincaid that's probably not going to be doing much at first right so we'll move on to wide receivers I know for me Jason's number one in a tier of his own I believe that's how you have it as well yep then I got tier two Jordan Addison and Zay Flowers number two and three Zay Flowers is really growing on me I th- I have him above QJ of course who is really starting to sour on me and then, Tier 3, I got Josh Downs, QJ, and Jalen Hyatt, all in order. So I have Josh Downs as my wide receiver for it right now. And then after that, it's, you know, essentially everyone else. I mean, Boutte, Rice, Mims, and Tillman, or my Tier 4, just those guys. But pick the name I would have, whichever one you want. At that point, it's kind of like dartboard. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, same as you, JSN, one overall, tier one, tier of it by himself. Um, and then my tier two is actually three deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of the same as you, Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, and then I also have Josh Downs. And then tier four, QJ, um, Marvin Mims, Keyshawn Boutte, and then really after that, it's a dart throw for me. Yeah, I'm with you on the dart throw part. Just take any of them who's who's left on the board. Right. But we'll move on to wide receivers. Running backs. Running backs. You're right. Unanimous number one, Bijan. Unanimous number two, Gibbs. Both in separate tiers. Then it gets sticky. Me, tier three, I got Zach Charbonnet, Kendra Miller, Tajay Spears, and Izzy. From Pitt are all in my tier three in that order. No Zach Evans? He's just on the outside. So tier four? Tier four. Mm. Just right. on the outside looking in along with Tank Bigsby and Sean Tucker. I hear you on that. But that's just um, a big... After after you get to Charbonnet, in my opinion, like top three, top four, it's sticky, sticky. Yeah, I think anywhere from Spears on down to Roshan Johnson at nine, I'll take the cheapest option. I'm with you there. Uh, same as you, Bijan, tier one by himself. Jameer Gibbs, tier two by himself. Uh, tier three, I've got a couple. Charbonnet is also my third overall. Then I've got Zach Evans, still a Zach Evans stan. Kendra Miller, Izzy. And tier four, Sean Tucker. Hank Bigsby, A-Chain, Roshan Johnson. And then you know, maybe Tier 5, starting off with Deuce Vaughn. I, I, I really like Deuce Vaughn, personally. Um, I think he's worth a dart throw. Man, he's my last rated running back. Is he? Deuce Vaughn is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, uh, Roshan Johnson's also my Tier 4. Uh, Devin A-Chain, he's my running back 10. So very low on him. Yeah, he's my... He's my running back eight. 
He, he's fallen down my board a good bit. I think he, I had him as high as like four or five at one point. Um, he's just fast, man. He is. Some team's going to pick him up and use him well. And CJ2K, baby. Maybe. You know, could slap me in the face for not taking him or not having him highly ranked more than 10. But willing to be wrong on that. Not willing to bet on the outlier. Damn me neither. And that wraps up our final refreshing of our rankings before the NFL draft. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not so fast, my friend. I want to backtrack a little bit. Waste a little bit of time. Uh, get back to Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Um, so, from what I've been reading and hearing, uh, Bryce Young canceled meetings with the rest of the team. So, normally when that happens, it means first overall pick. So, Panthers. But um, I had C.J. Stroud a lot higher before, but the reason I dropped him down... Um, I was reading, I can't remember exactly what test it was, but it's basically an intelligence quota test. And he scored 18%. Yes, extremely bad, which is like relative score like Lamar Jackson. So, not good. And I feel like this has been, like I feel like that's the same thing, like RIP Dwayne Haskins, but like the knock on Ohio State quarterbacks, I feel like has been a lot of intelligence tests. And when you're in the NFL, Intelligence also correlates to being able to read defenses. You look at guys who are like Joe Burrow. Uh, I think he scored in like the 96th percentile or 93rd. Yeah, same difference. Smart as shit. In my opinion, probably the best after Tom Brady. I know he's retired, but one of the best guys at reading a defense. Um, so to me, like C.J. Stroud's like the the tools are there and being you know he can make every single throw. But if you can't read a defense, you're not going to know where to go with the ball. So, to me, that's why he is uh, now my QB3 in this class. And Anthony Richardson also scored extremely high. I think he scored like 93 or 94th percentile. 79%. Oh, I thought it was higher than that. Well, Bryce Young scored 98. Will Levis, 93. It was Will Levis who was reading at 93. Still, regardless, Anthony Richardson at 79 is also really good. Because the, I can't remember who it was exactly, but they were saying guys who score 60 or lower usually aren't very good. Brock Purdy scored 98 percentile too. I believe it was 98 percentile. Yeah, he was one of the highest scores last year. Yeah, so it's not bang on Bible type stuff, but it uh, is relatively correlative for success. Yeah, supposedly these results are. Some people have been saying they're fake or whatever. But that's what we have to go on right now. So everyone's going to go with it. My proven otherwise. Well, they also do it for every position. And I can't remember it was a safety who also scored extremely high. 90th percentile or higher. Um, and it's safeties are the quarterback or the defense. Uh, if, yeah. if you're not smart, you can't read a defense, you're not going to be a good quarterback. Yes. Your, your top quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, they've, I think they're all like 85% and higher. So, my opinion. Got to be smart to be successful. True, true. So, we'll see. One more comes out about this cognitive S2 test. That's what it was. S2, that's what it actually was. holds. And yeah. 
things like that and what results are fake, what's real. And if the if it's fake and the result, you know, all this is fake, then you know maybe I changed my tune a little bit, but uh, I'm I'm taking it for face value right now. And if if you're not smart, you can't read a defense. There's not much more to say. Nope. Which makes sense for C.J. Stroud because most, I shouldn't say most, that offense was schemed a certain way and he always hit his first read. I know it's the same thing we kind of said about Justin Fields, but I think Justin Fields scored a lot better on that test than C.J. Stroud did. Mm, I did not see Justin Fields score. So, I'm not quite sure about that one. But I would assume he did. I mean, Justin Fields can read defense, though. I mean, 18%, 18 percentile. It's not good. No, it was definitely the lowest in the QB class this year. Yeah. Maybe even the whole class. We'll see how long this test sticks around. It's basically replacing the Wonderlick. Oh, is that what it's doing? It is replacing the Wonderlick? Yep, the Wonderlick is out. So basically this S2 cognitive test is in. It's going to take a yearly, I think. I gotcha. So it would be interesting to see the results after this year. What was right, what was wrong. Hinton Hooker scored a 46. Yeah, he didn't score very highly. Surprisingly. Hmm. I kind of expected more. Yeah, I uh, I did too, honestly. Yeah, well, that, that wraps it up for me at least. I've got... Oh, okay. Um, ah, that's right. So we are in... The middle of a, uh, I guess I should have done this turn to Dynasty show, right? This is the Dynasty show, yeah, absolutely. So, we are in the middle of a uh, best ball startup draft. I talked about it, we talked about it last episode, we were only like three rounds in. So, we are in round 14. I... I Obviously, I have I, I my picks are all back to back. I'm on the turn, so I've got 14, 12, and 15, one. Uh, I guess I can kind of read my team. Trey Lance, Tyler Algier, Zach Evans, Ceedee Lamb, AJ Brown, Jamison Williams, who's going to miss some time. David and Joku, Jordan Addison, George Pickens, Isaiah Likely, Will Levis, Sky Moore, and Izzy. So. Um, I don't really know where I'm going with this pick, but I guess I'll ask you. I know I've got two tight ends, but I know you're going to come at me for Isaiah Likely. So should I take another tight end, or? I've thought about taking one myself, and I already have two as well. Seems like uh, this is 1.75 tight end premium. Right. So I don't see why not. Well, because... My the tight end that I have at the top of my board right now is Noah Fant. Um, yeah, that, that's yeah, Noah Fant. Um, yeah, obviously, I'm, he's still there. I'm going pretty young with this build, or at least trying to. I guess my second option would be. Uh, Jaden Reed. How do you feel about Jaden Reed? He's grown on me. I think it's a little bit too early for him. I think so too. But the way this draft is going is... Rookies uh, are starting to fly off the board. Yeah, absolutely. So you would go probably Noah Fant with one of these picks then. Yeah, he's still young. He needs some production. This is best ball. 
Right. So uh, he, anything can happen. He has the potential to, to pop off. Um, yeah, I don't know about Chase Brown. Yeah, I was going to go with the hero RB strategy, but by the time I was ready to take a running back, there wasn't a whole hell of a lot to choose from. Mm, I kind of want to go with a third QB, but man, like reaching on like a guy like Malik or Ryan Tannehill here, I just I don't feel good about that. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Just I'd stay away from it. I've thought about doing that in the last couple rounds, scooping up Tannehill, but they've talked about trading up or rumors, so they're obviously looking into a quarterback. I'd say. Right. Right. So I wouldn't feel too comfortable having Tannehill as my QB2 or spot starter or anything right now. Mm, I guess I just don't know where where I should go with this pick. Is there any news about Zeke? Nope. I didn't think so either. Josh Palmer's hanging out there. A little bit of upside. That he is. Did they, they release... They haven't released anybody, have they? He's wide receiver three. Um, they still have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, right? Currently? Yeah. They do. But he's young. He's young. He is. 23, I think. 23 last 24. So, Keenan Allen, he's already cut candidate this year. I can see that be something going forward until he is cut. Mm-hmm. I should have taken Darnell Washington. Over no offense? Probably not. Yeah, I was going to say it. Uh, no offense, at least a proven commodity. Darnell Washington might not even play tight end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm... Who are we talking about again? Josh Palmer? That's it, Josh Palmer. Yeah, I think, too, we're sitting in the top of the 15th round, too. So just looking for any warm body with a pulse that might be able to get on the field or has opportunity over the next two years. Yeah. I think Josh Palmer, I mean for sure has the uh opportunity next year, so yeah. I'll take him. That's yeah. who I went with. No fan, More Josh upside. Palmer. Just like I said, trying to go extremely young, uh kinda doing a productive struggle. I know I explained it last week, but on the first turn, I took back-to-back wide receivers and CD and AJ Brown. Crazy QB uh, run in round two. I think I said it last week. Thirteen of the first twenty-four picks for all quarterback. So I was kind of fucked from the get-go. But yeah, that really threw up my strategy too. It, for the first couple of rounds, it, it sucked, but recovered pretty well. I'm happy with my team. I mean, assuming Trey Lance hits, that's not a bad pick. And if Will Levis gets good draft capital, which I'm assuming he will, I'm happy. And if I do terrible this year, getting Caleb Williams next year wouldn't be bad. Be a nice consolation prize, to say the least. Right. My biggest thing was just building wide receivers. And I wanted to get a top-tier tight end that didn't exactly happen. But, you know, if I get the 101, maybe I can make a trade and get a 103 and maybe go after... Caleb Williams and Brock Bowers, so it's it's still early, but with it being best ball, you know anything can happen. Right, right, and we're not setting lineups, so it's not. I mean, we obviously, you and I both have the same kind of strategy. We want our studs, but uh, you know, week in and week out, the lineup sets itself. So yeah, it's also a plus about it. 
you really don't know if you're a contender or not until we get into the season. Right. So that's all I have. I didn't have any trades, nothing like that this past week, unfortunately. Yeah, I know we had one trade on the docket, but we decided to take it out because it was just kind of meh. It was kind of mute. Yeah. It wasn't really worth the airspace. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't really think of anything. I think that's about it. Oh, uh, yeah. How do you do? You have any opinions on Jake Hayner? Because I keep reading about him, and I just, I don't know. Like I looked up the S two cognitive scores, and he's ninety six percentile. And I know he was in the uh, Senior Bowl, and seemed like he was. I mean, a lot of people said he was the Senior Bowl MVP. So. I think he can make a roster. I think that's about it. You think he's like day three type of guy? If that. If that. So. Mr. Irrelevant, maybe? Oh, don't start that shit again. (laughs) He should wind up on a roster, at least a practice squad somewhere. Yeah. He's a warm body. Yeah. He does have some talent, but not... That much yeah, not, to not. say, I, I really want to take a draft pick and use it all. Right. I wait for him to hit waivers and then pick him up. Yeah, I can. I can get down with that. But, but that'll I'll do it for this week's episode. Unless you got anything else on your mind. Um. No, I can't really. Can't really think of anything. Um. I was going to ask a question, but I can't remember. Okay, I, I guess I got one. Oh. Uh-huh. So, are you... Are you out on Keyshawn Boutte? Depending on cost. I'll take a shot at him late in the draft. Just mm-hmm. to see what happens, but... Because well, I Other think he took, that, he took him in our best ball league, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, what, round 13, I think? Yeah, something, yeah, something like that. So, would you rather have him over Cedric Tillman? Yes. Parker Washington? Yes. Because I think both of those guys went before Boutte in our yeah. draft. Um, guy we are just talking about, you also having Cedric, or would you have him over Jaden Reed? Yes. I'm assuming because you took him before and Jaden yeah. Reed's still available. Okay. Rasheed Rice. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Rasheed Rice. Yeah, I know. That SMU guy. I wouldn't. You'd rather have Rasheed? I wouldn't. He's a three-level player. You can plug in any spot on the field. He can do great for you. Right. Yes, Swiss Army Knife. I can do that. Whoever gets him is going to get a damn good player. He's fast, big, strong, physical, great route running. Kind of an underrated guy. Yeah, like a... Sky reminds me of a Chris Godwin coming in. Right. I feel like he could be this class as uh, Sky Moore. I yeah. say that not in the way he plays, but like kind of <laughs> underrated. And, uh, you know, people say, uh, people always want to say if they don't hit year one, they're bust, blah, blah, blah. I feel like Sky Moore could be potential for a breakout year this year. Yeah, and if you really did your research and whatnot, drafted Sky Moore, you should have known you were drafting a year two and beyond play, not year one. 
I say that because I'm a huge Skymore fan, and I got him in this draft in, at 12-12. So, and not terrible. Might have been a little early, but this draft has not panned out any way, shape, or form how I thought it was going to. It's a it's kind of a crapshoot, really. Very unique. Yes, I, I wouldn't base any ADPs off of the way this draft has gone. No, absolutely fucking not. A Richard two hundred nine. Jesus. You think that's late or early? Early. Absolutely. I'm the one that took him. I thought about taking him at 201 and felt like that would have been stupid. I was hoping he was yeah. going to be there at 3, 301, but I can't blame you. No, even then, I feel like it's still too early. 301 would have been early, but the way them QBs are falling. Yeah. Had to get them while they were available, that's for sure. Absolutely. Yep. Hotcakes, and I had to take one. But that'll do it for this week's episode. You know, we'll be coming at you guys next week. We, you know, of course, we're recording late Friday night, early Saturday morning. So we'll be recording once again next Friday. Hopefully, by the time we record, the NFL draft's over, rounds two and three. Just basically going to shoot the shit about the NFL draft, what we saw that we liked, didn't like, trades, things like that. Just pretty much strictly NFL stuff. Before it comes to the draft. Yeah, just a whole bunch of basically draft reactions. I think it'll be it'll be fun. You'll get our uh you know, like possible hot takes and immediate reactions to stuff, so um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting and fun, I think. Yeah, it'll I, be I, I feel one like of the more random, I guess, drafts in recent memory where we don't know what the hell's going on. I think so too, and this could uh I think this is gonna be a draft where there's a fuck ton of trading. Oh, yeah. Like, more so than normal. I'm here for it. I love it. The only bad... Doesn't the clock restart if there's a trade? At least what I've seen on the the first round. No. Maybe. If... I don't know. Hmm. But from what I've seen, when there's a trade, I've seen the clock just keeps ticking without resetting. Okay. But then again, once you put your pick in, it says they're on the clock for... Fucking ever. Yeah, like 10 minutes or something. Yeah. So, it'll be a fun draft to watch. I'm excited for it. Excited to see these QB lands, first and foremost. Do you think Bryce Young... I guess the last question. Bryce Young, pick one? No. A. Rich? No, I think it'll be uh, Stroud. Think so? Yeah. And then pick two, we always said Will Anderson. Yeah, I think so. So, how do you think those, our top four quarterbacks go? You think they, what do you think, like, CJ's the first, Bryce is the second, A. Rich, and then Levis? It's a possibility. I just, I don't know, the Colts are kind of the wild card here. I know they'll, they'll take any of the quarterbacks at this point. Yeah, they were at one point all in on Will Levis, but that tune has changed a lot. Yeah. But we'll see. It's going to be an exciting draft, like you said, to say the least. Lots of movement's going to happen. Does Aaron Rodgers get traded? Does Lamar get traded? Does anybody else on the chopping block get traded that we don't know about? Who knows? Aaron Rodgers' trade is a foregone conclusion. It's just a matter of when. Um, yeah, and- we'll be talking about that a lot next week as well. I think Lamar stays. I don't see them trading Lamar. 
because he's hadn't signed an extension, so they probably won't get much for him anyways. Yeah. Um, really, I'm excited also for, you know, like we talked about earlier, um, Bijan going to the Eagles at 10. That would be – and if that happens, I, I'm – I'm picking the Eagles for a Super Bowl winner next year as soon as it happens. We're getting it right before the pick gets better odds. you think that would significantly change the odds? Possibly. I mean, it obviously. Maybe a little bit, but not like 4,000 to 800. Negative 120. Right. So we'll see. It just sucks. I've been checking DraftKings FanDuel every day. Still no draft props for us to bet on. I don't get it. Maybe it comes on launch day or NFL draft day. Who knows? Yeah, it's hard to say this being our, you know, first draft with potential to bet on that type of shit, I guess. Yeah. Uh, We don't know what, or when it came out before. It might be, I mean, I guess we're already a week ahead or a week before. I would assume that it would have came out, you know, seven days before we could have bet on it. But it might be like a day or two before or day of. I'll bet on it. I'll put some money on it. I'll put five bucks on a couple of different players to go one overall. I would if they were up there. The only one I've seen is Stetson fucking Bennett. Just if he gets drafted or not? or Yep, if he gets drafted, what round? Also, they have a couple of different things you can bet on for Bennett. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't think he gets drafted at all, but... Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, the in my opinion, the five QBs we listed are probably the only ones that... There might be a couple more, but I think Stetson Bennett's like... There'll be a handful of other ones drafted, but nobody for... That Duggan might get drafted. But I think Bennett's probably like QB 10 in this class, in my opinion. Just come, just off the top of my head. He's, Say it one more time. I think Bennett's like QB 10 in my head. If he's lucky. That's what I mean. Uh, my brain, I didn't break past it and Hooker. But he would probably be my last quarterback. Right. Absolute last. Yeah. As I was about to say, I'd take Hainer over him. Oh, yeah, in a heartbeat. But, yeah, that, that about wraps us up. Unless you had any other thoughts? No, I just rambled on. I, I've got nothing else. Brain's slowing down. That uh, coffee's wearing off, making my stomach rumble, not in a good way. And I think I'm... I'm pretty well good until the draft. Yep, I just can't wait for it. It's going to be a fun week leading up to it. I'm sure we'll see a couple of trades prior to the draft go down this week. Yeah, I think so. That's what I was getting at. That uh, I think we'll see. This will be probably the most traded, one of the most traded drafts that we've seen probably ever. So it's going to be a fun see, one. I could see a lot of draft day trades coming along. Yeah, I think there's going to be. Close to 10 in the first round alone. I think so, too. I wouldn't be surprised if the number one pick gets traded again. They said they're open to it. So you never know. You never know. Maybe the Colts change their tune and want to trade up again. Yeah, the Colts seem like kind of like the wild card. What do they really, really need? What are they really looking for? Right. So they can just be waiting for the right opportunity to strike. I don't know. Like you said, and there obviously should only be 32 picks. There's no compensatory picks, are there? There are. Is there a few? Third, fourth, fifth, sixth rounds. But no first round picks? No, just... Yeah. 
poof. Yeah, that'll do it for this week's episode. You can find us all on Twitter at D underscore Cook93. And that's K-O-C-H at Gump7285. And the show page is Gridiron underscore FS. So please reach out to us. Leave us a rating review on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever you listen to your podcast on. So we'll see you guys again next week. Hopefully you enjoy the NFL Draft Week. I know I'm gonna be firing up the movie draft day in tradition just to just to watch it. I see so many clips nowadays. That's I wanna the, watch that's it. That's the Browns movie, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. With uh who's the editor? Kevin Costner. Yes. Yep. Yes. I've been seeing those clips on TikTok all week. Or I shouldn't say only last like two days, like nothing but clips of that movie. Oh yeah. I'll walk in. I wanna watch it. I watch it every year for the NFL draft. Just a matter of when. Yeah, seeing the clips does not help whatsoever. No. Makes me want to watch it even more. I hear you on that. I'll probably put it on too. So, Yeah, that's it. Enjoy the week. Enjoy the NFL drafts. NFL draft. There's only one, not plural. And we'll see you guys again next week. We'll give you some close to live reactions and hot off the press opinions and takes and things like that. So hopefully you guys have a good rest of your weekend. Thanks for listening. See ya.